What's going on, everybody? It's your man, Ducky Fresh, back on the mic. Hope you guys are having a lovely, lovely day. We, um, your man's doing good. Just came from the doctor in the last episode. Just doing, just trying to, you know, do better with my health, man. You know, there's always, there's always a way I can do better with my health. I'm 28, almost, you know, almost, I'm gonna be 28. In uh, two weeks, roughly two weeks. And, you know, I realized that, you know, I need to take my health more and more serious because, you know, I'm going to start to have kids, you know, soon within the next few years. And I want to make sure that they see that their dad is taking their his health just as making his health a priority, just as he's making his kids or himself a priority. But today's topic is belief. And I'm, recently I've been, well, this past weekend I was listening to a podcast called... Uh, name of the podcast American Scandal oh, American Scandal and they're going over uh, Quintel Pro if any of you guys know about Quintel Pro Death of Fred Hampton Martin Luther King Billy Holiday Black History you know I'm African American if you guys don't already know this I'm African American and um, the show does hit on African Americans more just because, I, you know, it, it relates to the podcast I was listening to. But it does relate to a lot of... It relates to everyone. But it just mostly hits for African-Americans. Or black people. Um, I want to use a... Um, something that my friend told me the other day or last week. That just it, it gave me some goosebumps. He said, for a believer, proof is not necessary. For the skeptic, no proof is possible. Again... For a believer, proof is not pre- is not necessary. For the skeptic, no proof is possible. For a believer, proof is not necessary. For the skeptic, no proof is possible. And when I, I had to had to have him explain it, you know, in two parts. For the believer, proof is not necessary. And for the skeptic, no proof is possible. And he explained it to me. And I was, you know, I was dumbfounded because I was just like, that's me. I don't need, you know, for me, I have just the image in my mind of me assuming I've created this business empire through my interests, and that's it. I didn't need anyone else to tell me I could do this myself. I just said, hey, there's something I wanted to tell. There's a story I need to tell. Somebody did tell me, he said, hey, Doug, you do have a story to tell. I was like, yeah, I do have a story to tell. It might not be the, the rags to riches story, but it's a story nonetheless that people can benefit from. And um, when it comes to what this podcast I was listening to, I thought about it. I was thinking to myself, they're talking about Billie Holiday. Uh, the list that was the first episode was Billie Holiday. She was a famous jazz singer, blues singer, back in uh, the '60s. Martin Luther King was, you know, a famous civil rights leader. Uh, Fred Hampton, same thing. Social justice. And all three of these people managed to build a movement well two of them built a movement around social justice voting rights civil rights and Billie Holiday a female blues singer created a um, a song that managed to span the test of time that spoke to the troubles of uh, the region of America that took advantage of African-Americans at said time, you know, said patent in America's past. And I thought to myself, 
man, they had to have a lot of balls to do that. <laughs> and, it, and you think, and just to think of, they had to have a lot of balls. Martin Luther King and Fred Hampton brought the federal government of the United States to their knees. Martin Luther King himself changed laws in 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 one presidential term. He managed to get two right two laws changed in America for a whole population of people. And Fred Hampton, uh, the leader of the Black Panther Party, back when this got started, managed to piss off and Martin Luther King too managed to piss off the federal police force, which is the FBI of America. And most people these days don't want to fuck with the, sorry, excuse my friend, fuck with the FBI. But Martin Luther King and Fred Hampton said, I don't care. There are indiscretions happening in this country and people are just making it seem like it's not happening. And I thought to myself, these people believed in a call, believed in that, believed that this country could assume its God-given promises that it affords to anyone else in this country. That we have the right to pursue freedom and happiness at all costs. At most, well, not all costs, like gonna kill somebody, but at most costs. And I said, I took an even deeper dive, just, just went down another step. For African Americans that, you know, and I listen to a lot of African Americans nowadays, you know, I just sit in on conversations and I'm just surprised at what I hear that they believe they can't, they can't make it in this country, that this country's holding them back, the white man's holding them back, uh, you know, I can't get this loan. I can't do this. I don't know how I'm, I don't, I, did, I can't do it if I'm in this country. I need to move to another country. And I said to myself, these two men and this one woman, especially Billy and Billie Holiday, she made the, she basically angered the guy that ran the federal drug program for America. She had a drug issue back then. But she sang the song Strange Fruit to re- represent the hanging and lynchings of black men and women and children in the South. And it angered the top cop in America at the time. One person and one song shook America to its core from the law enforcement side. Well, actually three did. And the other two pretty much gave their life and shook America up to its core. And now we have the Voting Rights Act of 1964, 1965 and the Civil Rights Act. No, the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Galvanization of an idea that they believe that we deserve. That they first just, I deserve to vote in this country. I've Pay, I pay taxes. I work here. I do. I, you know, I don't break any of the laws. I deserve the right to vote here. I have full citizenship. I deserve the right to vote. And that just baffled me that black people in this country still to this day believe they can't get ahead in this country. When in and of itself, we've managed to change two laws in this country, two other laws in this country. The Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act. We've been able to galvanize social justice movements. And you're telling me that 
and I mean, there's movies, you know, The Bank with Samuel Jackson and Anthony Mackie that help us get into the finance industry. So people tell me that they feel like this country has held them down. I'm just like, do you, you know you have a track, you people that look like you have a track record. And if you can, if you continue to tell yourself this, you're going to have a hard time living in this country, live, a hard time living. Because there's no country, I don't think there's any other country that gives you this this amount of freedom and leash to do what you want. And so, for me, I was, I'm just thinking, man, I have a duty and responsibility to be as successful as I can be. And showcase, show others that they can do the same thing. If they want to take my blueprint and, and go for it, do it. But you, I have no excuse why I shouldn't be crazy, crazy successful. Have all the money I want to make. Have all the opportunity to provide and serve in my community as well as other communities and just give awesome service. I've seen three people shake America up so much and I'm just one normal dude that wants to build a company, build a few companies. I don't want to change any laws. I'm not trying to you know, sing a song that represents my upbringing. All I'm doing is telling my story on a small, on a relatively small podcast, so that others can get the, get their ass in shape and move to another level. That's all I'm doing. So if somebody can raise the bar from set the standard that dude, you can change. Like we have a black, we have a black president, we have a black vice president now. That's the standard standard now is you have no excuse not to do well in this country. Granted, there's some there's some obstacles that we have to go through, and I'm not saying that we don't have them. I have them. But I'm not using the obstacle as an excuse for me not to set a new bar for myself, my family, someone else's family, you know, my, my family legacy, which is my name, and then for other families. That's, that's the most ridiculous argument I ever heard. And I always wondered why I always felt so bad. For people felt bad when I thought that way. And I was like, well, maybe only because I know I have to set this. I have, to, I have set the standard for myself and my wife and my future kids and for other families. My wife and I alone have set the standard in our, group, our friend group for marriage and for relationships. I've been with her for over seven years. We got married. We're still married. We have great relationship. We have great relation, communication. Yes, we have troubles like every... We have, you know, arguments and back, you know, issues and stuff that we had to go through like any other couple. But for the most part, I said, we set the standard. That no matter what, no money, very little money, made some mistakes, you can have a successful marriage. And that to me, just, I'm just... I, I refuse to believe that any one person that tells me that they can't make it in this country, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, is ridiculous. There's too many examples, too many examples of believers who said, hey, I, I, I'm poor right now, I'm in jail, but I'm not letting this define me, define my commitment level, define my action I'm taking every day. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to continue to commit and choose to commit to the goal in mind. That's it. That's all I do is just commit. Even if it's a small commitment like me getting up and doing this podcast. 
me getting up and going, getting to my business, figuring out, hey, where, not where, or what thinking, what strategy, and I say, well, some, somewhat strategy, sometimes what strategy, but what person, what, what strategy, what product might help me, what mindset might, what paradigm should I assume that can move me towards my goal? That's the that's the paradigm of growth and progress that I intend to embody and continue to embody and and in faith bring to my bring to my community so that black and brown people have no excuse not to succeed no matter what situation they're in. All right, and everybody else who's who's not who's non-black, same with you. You have no excuse. Plenty of examples. You got presidents. You have leaders in business. There's no excuse. I have no excuse. I have people in my family that are doing extremely well. I have no excuse. I want to ensure that you guys see that. That I, I don't care about what the emotion is because the emotions emotions are fleeting. Logic dictates that I can do something. I have dominion and control. And you have control over your actions control over your feelings and emotions to move step by step towards your goal and with that i love you guys and appreciate the growth of the podcast i'm seeing growth every episode people listen you know one day it's one play two plays next thing i know the month goes by 30 plays so i appreciate anybody and everybody who's listening and i will continue to pump out everything i can and give you guys the muscle give you guys the gym give you guys jewels to move ahead Peace.